I'm your podcast host, Walt Clark, and we're in our second season. We look forward to you listening and certainly look forward to hearing from you. Wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful world, we hope that we can touch your heart, inspire your mind, and speak to your soul on this journey called life and help make the road smoother. So if you're ready, let's get to it. The Clark Connection Podcast, where we talk about what we talk about. This is part two of our series on what is happening to our black history. In part one, we talked about education, and this episode goes to the question of our patriotism to and for this country. Now, let's establish what patriotism means in its purest form so that we all have the same level of understanding. After researching various sources, a common thread emerges. Patriotism is the profound love, devotion, and attachment to one's country. This attachment encompasses a myriad of emotions, including a deep connection to one's homeland, its language, and its rich cultural, political, and historical aspects. Throughout history, black Americans have consistently, I mean consistently, exemplified this patriotism even at times of extreme adversity. From the Revolutionary War to modern times, blacks have demonstrated unwavering dedication to the United States despite facing hatred, inequality, and a lack of recognition as citizens. They've braved and served in every American conflict from the Revolutionary War to Vietnam beyond and fighting for the freedom of this nation as well as others. Now, here are some facts about our patriotic service to the United States. According to Google, as between 220,000 and 250,000 soldiers and militia served the American cause during the revolution in total, that would mean black soldiers made up approximately 4% of the Patriots' numbers. Of the 9,000 black soldiers, 5,000 were compact, dedicated troops. More than one million African-American men and women served in every branch of the United States Armed Forces during World War II. An estimated 600,000 African-Americans served in the Armed Forces during the Korean War. That would mean roughly 9.3% of Americans killed in Korea were African-American. Approximately 300,000 African Americans served in the Vietnam War in 1965. African Americans filled 31% of the ground combat battalions in Vietnam. While the percentage of African Americans as a minority in the general population was 12%. In 1965, African Americans suffered 24% of the Army's fatal casualties. Now, according to PBS.org history detectives, 
The beginning of the 20th century was marked by World War I, and thousands of African Americans rushed to register for the draft. Their enthusiasm stemmed in part to defend liberty and democracy in Europe, but also from the opportunity it gave for them to prove themselves, to prove that they deserve greater rights at home. Their enlistment rate was high, as was their desire to serve on the front lines. However, military leaders believed that African Americans did not have the physical, mental, or moral character to withstand warfare, and they were commonly relegated to labor-intensive service positions. The majority of the African Americans saw very little combat. Despite the continuing discrimination, more than a million African Americans volunteered to serve in the armed forces in the fight against Hitler. So no one, and I mean no one, need ever question our patriotism to this country. Their commitment to this country is undeniable and should not be questioned. Even during an era when the three-fifths compromise considered them less than full citizens, black Americans loved and fought for a country that didn't fully recognize their humanity. This dedication is passed down through the generations, rooted in the belief that America can become a more just and equal nation. So herein lies the issue with racist people, because black people have spoken up loudly in recent generations about the ills, about how we are treated in America, and what is the response? If you don't like it, go back to where you came from. My response is always, if you mean Africa, sure. But my mama always taught me that whoever I leave home with, that's who I better come home with. Go to another country and see how they live if they are freer than you are here. In fact, there are several countries that are just as free as America. America does not have a copyright on freedom. We just say it louder than anybody else. Racist white people are often upset because we criticize this nation at the same time we've served this nation. They don't want the criticism. They don't want to be told, hey, this is wrong because you treat people in a degrading way or you keep black people struggling through your racism and biased practices. Believe it or not, redlining is still a thing. Gentrification is still a thing. But black people are the most forgiving people on the planet. It's in us to say, you know what, I have better things to do. I can't spend my time on this. It's not going to get better. Just let it go and go live. It is what it is. So if you ask me, do black people love America? I would say the vast majority of us do. You can love someone or something, but not like what it does. You don't believe me? Ask married people. They love their spouses, but they can't stand the pants on the floor, on back of the chair, the makeup all over the sink, dishes left on the table after a meal, the mess after the big sports game on TV. So according to that logic, then leave. But they don't want to hear that. If you don't like it, leave. Go. It's my way or the highway kind of thing. Well, that doesn't work. 
because nothing and no one gets better. And let me bring this up. The uproar over having Lift Every Voice and Sing and the Star Spangled Banner performed at a recent sporting event. On Twitter, well, X, ranting and raving about aren't we one country? Why do we need two anthems? Another writer wrote, no other country has two anthems. They refer to the Olympics by saying when they stand on the podium, China doesn't play two anthems, Russia doesn't play two anthems, and so on. Well, that's because those countries don't have the history of racism that America has. I've read nowhere that Russia, Germany, Spain, China went into another land and brought people out of their land to take them back to their own place to use them for labor. My point is, your anthem was not written for us. Even though it's not sung, at least in public, the third verse says, And where is that band who so vauntingly swore that the havoc of war and the battle's confusion, a home and a country should leave us no more? Their blood has washed out their foul footsteps pollution. Now let's dig in this last line. It says, No refuge can save the hireling and slave from the terror of flight or the gloom of the grave. And what that means is those blacks who fought with the British and were promised freedom if the British won would not escape. They would be literally hunted down and punished and possibly killed. Now in the 30s, in the 1930s I believe it was, or maybe later, that verse was not sung anymore in public, but notice they never took it out of the song. So while there are those who rant about black people disrespecting the anthem, the anthem disrespects us. Now, Lift Every Voice and Sing was adopted by the NAACP as the Black National Anthem. It was written by James Weldon Johnson and his brother John as a tribute and celebration for the birthday of President Abraham Lincoln. It was performed by a group of black school children. Listen to these words. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on until victory is won. That is patriotism. Even though we've had a dark past, we have faith, even though the present has brought us some tough times, it looks better, so we are full of hope. We are facing the rising sun, and let us march on until victory is won. In other words, keep going, don't quit until we win. It's a song of hope and encouragement in the midst of what was going on in the 1900s, which ultimately led to the many massacres of black communities across the country. Yet we still sing it loudly and with promise. It does not glorify war. It does not threaten any people with violence nor intimidation. 
Wonder why it's our black national anthem? Because your patriotic anthem does not fit us. In conclusion, black Americans' love for this country is undeniable. We continue to work towards a more equitable and just America, honoring the sacrifices of our ancestors who played an integral role in building this nation. That's all we have time for on this episode, but join us again as we continue to talk about what we talk about here on the Clark Connection Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, on X or Twitter, and YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcast platforms, or check your favorite search engine for Clark Connection Podcast. This is your host, Walt Clark, saying thank you for listening. Be kind, be well, and be great.